and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Hello, hello there. Welcome to the last episode of this series, the Magical Tools series. So as a quick recap, the first episode of the series, uh, where is it? I scrolled too far up. Uh, the Magical Tools, oh my gosh, now I forgot how to pronounce this. <laughs> I used to practice pronouncing the Magical Night. Uh, candles and cauldrons, that's what I'm going to call it because I don't use that knife often, so I forget how to pronounce it. But just go to the episode, episode 341. Then, next part two is oracle cards, tarot cards, and runes, followed by crystals, herbs, and flowers, then books and almanacs, and a book of shadows and almanacs. And now, here we are with coffee and tea and I'm drinking surprise surprise my coffee right now and I drink my coffee black sometimes if I go to a diner I'll add cream and sugar I don't know something about a diner that just like I'll have cream and sugar um so yeah I do love tea but I love coffee more and when I drink tea I love when it has that floral aroma which is funny because I really don't care for floral scents but it's something about a hint of a floral scent with tea that's just so good and then when it has a nice velvety taste it's so good the coffee the stronger the better the thicker the better which is why I love Turkish coffee I I just hate when I order a dark roast coffee and it's watery it's like how the hell like literally just give me charcoal all right, it's like black coffee. That's it. No sugar and no cream. Your blackest coffee. That's what I want. <laughs> like that's it. So that's another story. I can't stand it. It's like how, how can you make it watery? Anyway, there are properties for both. And many times you will hear ceremonial tea. I do have a tea that I use for ceremonies. And let's just dive into it because the the practice of tea and coffee in our magical practice dates back. Like with crystals and herbs and flowers, eons, millennia. We're going to get into that. All right. So... The quick history of coffee is this. Uh, so I, I, I came across several uh, courses, sources. Some say they don't exactly know, like when coffee was discovered, whatever. But the coffee grown is grown worldwide, and uh, it can its heritage can be traced back to centuries uh, to the Ethiopian plateau. 
So if you want to go to, you know, some of the origins, in this case, the origin of coffee, you want to go to the ancient coffee forest on the Ethiopian plateau. Okay. So there was a legend about a goat herder that first discovered the potential of the coffee bean. All right. So that's, that's a cool uh, history trip. All right. And I love that too. There, there's a, a place in Philly where I'm at that has all different kinds of beautiful chocolates and they have some chocolates from Africa and like, Oh my God, it's so good. It's so cool to know where some things originated and it's cool to even like have something from that area. It's, it's different. Now there's also uh, coffee cultivation and trade that began on the Arabian Peninsula. So uh, there it's all over the world basically. And there's different coffee beans as we know, but once we had that appreciation for coffee, now we're up in the ante. Now we're adding a little bit extra spice to it. Add our magic on top of that. And then we made something mundane that is used in the mornings for a lot of people or our coffee break. Now we, we've incorporated that into a practice that's going to cut down the timeline of our manifestations. That's going to help us center ourselves. Whenever I walk somewhere and smell coffee, my mood instantly changes. If I was happy, I'm happier. If I was feeling, "Mm, I'm now better. It's something about the smell of coffee, even if you don't drink it. All right. And then the coffee ends up making its way eventually to Europe in the 17th century. So coffee has been around for a long time and it didn't make its way to Europe until then. Um, and then, you know, eventually the new world, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So that's just a very condensed history. All right. There's, uh, I'm just looking at the other mentions here. Yeah. So there's coffee all over the world. Um, it could be traced back to Africa, to the Arabian, uh, Peninsula area. I know I'm mispronouncing it. These brackets on the back of my teeth is just not letting me do it okay so it can be traced back to those areas before it actually went to europe and so let's just talk about uh some of its benefits and magical properties because there are there are uh medicinal benefits to coffee like i said whether or not you drink it let alone just the the immediate mood booster so yeah, it can improve your en- energy levels. And I have to say, this is in regards to black coffee. Once you add creamer and sugar, this dilutes it or goes out the window completely. So if you're someone that's like, oh, I can never drink black coffee. I used to be someone who did not do that. What happened was one day uh, I was in a lot of pain and I read somewhere, or was this before or after? I'm trying to think, did I read? Oh, no, this was after. So something said, try black coffee. Like, just try it. And at first I was like, oh, no. But something said, keep going, keep going. And then I thought, you know what? I wonder if there's something good, but there's like positive. Like, I'm drinking this coffee. It's like, it's, it's an acquired taste. So then I had learned, oh, it's an anti-inflammatory. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'd rather drink 
coffee black than to take a pill, <laughs> you know, so that's not going to be good for me. All right. So I figured, oh, this is great. It's anti-inflammatory. This is perfect. It helps with my foot. So that's when I really started to get on a journey of understanding the benefits of coffee. And I believe I wrote a blog post about that. It's been a while, but I believe I wrote about that. So anyway, let's get back to this. All right. So it can improve your energy levels and make you smarter. And I'll include a link to this in the description of this episode so you can read on. All right. So uh, after you drink the coffee, the caffeine is absorbed into your bloodstream and it travels to your brain. So it it helps with, uh, you know, getting you that extra boost of energy, among other things. All right. Next, it can help you burn fat. All right. Studies have indicated that caffeine can specifically increase fat burning by as much as 10% in obese individuals and 29% in lean individuals. When it comes to the word obese, I recently learned that the American BMI standard is based off of European standards. (laughs) I can't even begin to go into how wrong that is. We don't eat like Europeans, Europeans actually eat better <laughs> than Americans. So I'm just like, mm, how about we focus on teaching us how to eat better first and base it off of our index because we're not even at the same eating level as many of our European counterparts. So I wouldn't hold too much, no pun intended, weight to the term obese. Because sometimes when it when your body mass index comes back as you're obese, it's not accurate. Okay, so use a different measuring tool. Talk with your doctor and understand, you know, where you roughly should be and what's healthy for a person of your background. Okay, because someone weighing 200 pounds could be healthy and in others, maybe not. So you got to, it's more than just an index standard. Okay. So just keep that in mind, but it does, it will help you to burn fat. Um, It can drastically improve your physical performance. It stimulates your nerve system, signaling fat cells to break down body, uh, body fat. Yeah. I started to drink, I used to get just a small cup of coffee to help improve my performance before the gym, before going to the gym. And also, you know, some people cannot take coffee because of the caffeine. Totally understand that. Consult your doctor. Okay. It contains nutrients. Okay. B2, B5, B3. It may lower your risk of type 2 diabetes. It may protect you from Alzheimer's and dementia. It may lower your risk of Parkinson's. It may protect your liver. It can fight depression and make you happier. It may lower your risk of certain types of cancer. It may help you lower um, your risk of getting a stroke and heart disease. It may help you live longer. 
It just states here, several observational studies indicate that coffee drinkers have a lower risk of death. I, mean, I don't like the way that sentence. I mean, it's like, although, like we're all going to die eventually. I just, they should have just stuck with it. May help you live longer. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, but I get what they were saying. And this is where they're wrong. All right. The biggest source of antioxidants in the Western diet. So antioxidants are the magnificent thing that once it enters our body, it attacks all the, the, um, the things within us that could cause cancer. So they're like the super, uh, I forget what you call it, but antioxidants are great to help against fighting cancer and other just things that we don't need in our body that unfortunately what we eat or, you know, what we're around, it, you know, enters our body. Like our body fights off thousands of bacteria a day. Like it's crazy. But uh, the antioxidants are, are are immune boosters. All right. So those are some of the medicinal properties. And again, I'll include a link there so you can review that and, you know, read on more. All right. So when it comes to helping our, our magical practice, it helps to provide uh, a peace of mind. So it helps us to also ground, which is funny because like we're grounding coffee to help us gr- uh, ground. <laughs> I know when I take a cup of coffee or a cup of coffee, when I take a sip of my coffee, I do feel this sense of ah, release. Nice. I'm in my little bubble, especially when it's a rainy day and I'm watching a a magical movie like maybe Hocus Pocus or The Love Witch. I just feel so into my zone. Or The Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm like, oh, this is so perfect, right? All right, so it helps to dispel negative thoughts, overcome blockages. Um, it's great for protection. So you can even use the, use the, um, the coffee that you, you grind when you're done with it. You can use that in, in, in your practice of different ways, whether you want to put it outside for protection and grounding, put it in your satchel. We'll get to that. All right. Coffee is a stimulant and can be used to give spells, you know, that, that extra boost to speed things up. Okay. Whether you want to use it in a potion, give like an extra kick to certain things. All right. Um, you can use it to help break a curse. You can use it as an offering to deities and ancestors. Um, you can do some scrying with this. So let's let's dive a little deeper into what I mean about scrying and so forth, because this is where we're going to get into more of the practical things here. All right. So like I said, again, this is with black coffee. I mean, maybe you can scry with milk in your coffee but this this is really for black coffee so what you want to do is to you know center yourself so take a few deep breaths you may if you have recessed lighting lower the lights uh if you don't uh maybe have a light on in the distance or have some candles lit so you want to have a nice quiet space you can even have some light music or magical feeling music playing in the background soften your eyes so that means just relax and look into your mug, okay, a coffee. And so while you're looking, you're just going to let it flow. Breathe in, breathe out. If there's something you want to see in particular, like if you want 
insights into a relationship, into the next move you should make. You can concentrate on that, but don't hold on to that so hard that you're not open to receiving the message you need to receive. So for example, while you're looking into your mug, you're going to think messages about relationship with John, messages about my work life balance. What do I need to receive? What What's my next move? Like th- things like that. Or what, what do I need to know about my next move? Okay. Like leave that open ended. Not like, does John love me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You shouldn't have to guess whether or not someone loves you. All right. So that's, that's the one way you can use it as a, a scrying tool to understand the situation. Now here comes the coffee grounds. You can sprinkle the grounds on your altar. If you want to speed up an attention, you can put it in your little satchel, your little, you know, pouch, whatever you have to help speed up a spell. Okay. So you want these grounds to be fresh, of course. So it's going to have that beautiful aroma. All right. And you're going to hold that thought to speed it up, speed it up, speed it up. All right. Now, of course, when it comes to let's say clearing blockages, right? Because we're always working on it, whether it's mental, whatever. Because coffee is something that you're drinking, it's something that's going in the flow, right? So imagine, you know, when you're drinking water, right? You're you're thinking flow, abundance, flow. You're pouring into yourself, literally, like you're ingesting it. You are drinking in something. So think about being in the flow. I drink in being in the flow of this situation, in the flow of money. May the riches pour onto me, around me, surround me. And because I'm drinking this coffee, let this process speed up. Let this money come in hot like the coffee that was just brewed. Okay? You think about that. And because the coffee is black, it's rich, it's dark, okay? It has been tampered with. There's no cream in it. There's no sugar in it to dilute it. It is strong. Okay? That's what you're thinking about. Coming in strong. Being in the flow embracing it, taking those deep breaths. It can even help you with, you know, like I said, any type of block. I'm thinking of writers because, you know, as a writer, we always have something beside us, right? (laughs) Or coffee or tea, um, whatever the case may be. But that's, that's what we have. All right, so really just focus on those things, how coffee works for you. All right, and like I said, you can have it in, a, in your little pouch. You can, you can put it in, in, in pretty much anywhere you want. Just, you know, be conscious that it's going to smell like coffee. All right, so let's shift gears to tea. I like tea, and there are many different teas that you can use, of course, but here are some of the health benefits. It's also anti-inflammatory. It can help control diabetes. It can help with your heart, make your heart healthier. 
It can help you with your skin problems, hydration, boost your mental health, help you fight obesity, can help prevent cancer, and can help improve your bone health, among other things. And of course, you know, contact your doctor, work with your doctor, understand which tea can work for you, if at all. Okay, just know what works for you, but always work with your physician. All right. So a brief history of tea. All right. So where, where does this come from? How, how, how did this get started? All right. Well, let's talk about it. All right. Tea began in China. And according to legend, and it states here, 2737 B.C., the Chinese emperor Xin Nun, forgive me if I mispronounced that, was sitting beneath a tree while his servant boiled drinking water. When some leaves from the tree blew into the water, a now renowned, he was a renowned herbalist, decided to try the infusion that his servant had accidentally created. The tree was a camellia sinensis, and the result drink was what we now call tea. And then it goes on to talk about the Han dynasty, the Tang dynasty, and so forth. And I'll add the link to that in this description. So, you know, visit China. Actually, uh, at uh, my college, they had uh, tea ceremonies uh, there. And that was really cool. So, you know, go to a tea ceremony. Uh, Visit China. Go to the roots. All right, so you can start off going to Ethiopia for coffee, and then you can go to China for tea. All right, so now you can you can say, "Hey, all right, I am the coffee and tea." Was it Schmelier, Schmelier, whatever, <laughs> whatever it's called? All right, so let's talk about tea and witchcraft. All right, so. Like I said, I do have some tea that I use in ceremonial magic. So I have a tea. I have this really cute teacup. That's the shape of a heart. I know. Uh, But I do appreciate the art of tea making. So I have loose leaf tea. And I, I do the whole boiling process. Let it steep and all that jazz, the aroma, everything. It's a gift of the goddesses. Gods and goddesses. And I concentrate on it. I visualize. I manifest. Yes, sometimes I, I wear the, the clothing that I pick that I feel like I should wear at the time, whatever the case may be. But I make it a ceremony, whether I want to light candles or pull a card, whatever the calling is. Okay. Now, with the teas you can use, there's so many chamomile, lavender, uh, green tea, basil, peppermint tea, and what will help you to differentiate some of these teas is going back to the previous episode where I talked about the Cyclopedia of Herbs book. So now you're going to understand why would you want to use peppermint as opposed to basil tea? Did I say basil? Basil, gosh. My, My brother friend name is Basil. And my uncle got his name wrong one day and he called him Basil. And we was and we told him no no it's Basil. So now he has 
Now, sometimes I say basil when I mean, mean to say basil. So please excuse that. This is why <laughs> you can't hang with certain people. They will have you saying wrong things. No, I'm joking. It's all good. Um, basil tea. Ba- basil. Oh, my gosh. The freaking tea. All right. Now. <laughs> all right. So you could use it for love, money, luck, whatever you want. Okay. So let's say you want to uh, bring in more love, right? Let's say you want to focus on being open to that love that is just pure and unconditional. And when I say unconditional, that doesn't mean that Someone can't say, hey, you know, I love you, but that's wrong. Unconditional doesn't mean you get passes for being a horrible person, by the way. Unconditional means that, you know, if someone's sick, you love them. If they're going through a bad time, you love them. Not because they're being an asshole for the umpteen time. You're supposed to forgive and all that other stuff. Like, yeah, you can forgive, but you can love them from afar, Okay. Unconditional love does not mean unconditional passes. You might want to add some a little sprinkle of cinnamon in your tea. You might want to have some rosemary in your tea. Or maybe you love the way lavender smells. Even though it helps to calm you down, especially you want to calm yourself into going to sleep. But maybe there's something about lavender, that subtle hint that just makes you think of love. You know, maybe you read something about how you know, a, a, a husband planted something like, uh, what was it? The husband planted lavender for his wife who was losing her sight. And, you know, so, so she always smelled that lavender. And maybe you associate that with love. Okay. Uh, maybe you want to grow a, a certain plant tree and then take the leaves and add that to the top of your tea to infuse your intention. So if you have a prosperity tree, of course, you want to make sure that you can put it in your tea. You know, you nurture the growth of that. So you already have that magical property infused with that. And then you put it in your tea. Now you're drinking that you're pouring literally into yourself. Okay. So maybe you have a trouble with dreams or maybe you want to enhance your dreams. Some of you are more familiar with the chamomile and lavender, but you can use jasmine, passion fruit, okay? I love the smell of lemons. I know it's a little bit zesty and may not help you sleep, but I like the smell of that. Lavender doesn't really help me to like go to sleep. It's, it's a nice calming scent, but it doesn't make me go, oh, I'm so relaxed. I'm going to go to sleep. You know, it's like, oh, I feel good. Cool. Now, mugwort will definitely help you with your uh, dreams when it comes to astral travel, psychic dreams. (laughs) Mugwort does not play, okay? Add that, you know, a little rose, a little peppermint, okay? Because especially mugwort, it enhances lucid dreams, okay? Um, Like I said, back to love, apple cinnamon tea smells so freaking good, okay? You know, cherries, you can get really creative with this, all right? 
And again, long life, lemon, because you can think of the zestiness of life. So you can add the lemon there and the list goes on and on and on. Those are just some of the ways you can add tea to your magic. All right, to your magical practices as a tool. Like I was saying, pour into yourself. Like when I use my elixir, I think, yes, I'm speaking it, I'm claiming it. Pour this around me, into me. I am embodying this, right? Because we want to put good things into our bodies. So let's think about that. Now, I know I mentioned earlier, you know, the offerings and things like that. You can ha- you can get a little tea cup, little mug, and you can put that on your altar and have it, you know, sit there. And you can drink, you know, toast with your ancestors. Um, even how you make your tea can be a ritual. Like I said, I steep my tea, I boil the water, all that. That whole process, you can think of it as you nurturing, tending to your spiritual garden. I am nurturing what I'm about to do. So if you're, if, if you are working on a tea ceremony for manifesting money, when you boil the water, you could think, yes, this money is going to come in piping hot and I'm boiling away all the negativity. So the only thing that stays is that, that good, hot energy ready to go. Right. Now, while it's steeping, because you had the loose leaf tea, or even if you have a tea bag, if you, you know, if you make your own tea and you put it on pouch, you can, you can state that, yes, everything is blossoming and it's divine timing because let's face it, there's always when we want it and when spirit gives it to us and when spirit gives us to, gives it to us, it's always the right time and we're like, thank you. So, <laughs> and the right divine timing, all of my magic, prosperity, love, relationship, whatever magic you're working on is blooming full force at the right cosmic divine timing. And you can watch it like, yes, everything's unfolding. Yes, I accept, I receive. And then as you're drinking it, I receive, I receive, I receive. I am ready. I am ready. I am ready. Yes, I'm pouring into myself. I'm committed to myself. I am dedicated to myself and I will see this to the end money dances towards my bank account okay that's what you got to think that's the magic you're going to put in there all right and the same thing with coffee as you're putting the grounds and the filter and you're boiling the water same thing okay so that's how tea and coffee work in your life and of course there's always more ways to do this, right? You can use the the tea um, leaves afterwards. You can bury them into the, the earth, you know, to give back to Mother Nature. The same thing in the coffee ground. There's so much more you can do, but do what works for you. You know, if you're in an apartment building and you're living in a city, you're probably not going to go somewhere so you can bury <laughs> the coffee ground to give it back to Mother Nature, right? Don't get too hung up on that. Do what you can with where you're at. Okay. I'm sending you all the blessings, lots of love. You know, I'm rooting for you. Be kind to yourself and stay tuned for the next episode. Oh, the next episode. Okay. Let me stop. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. 
Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tiamariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.